Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 10, Perseverance, It's a Mindset. To learn more about us on the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Today we're going to talk about perseverance, and we wanted to start with Oxford Language's definition. Um, Persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. That was from Oxford Languages. Um, So... I kind of have been dealing with a recent uh, hurdle in life, a challenge that um, back in February, um, I finally, my last like true vice that I kind of have, I quit smoking. I went and I got hypnotized and uh, it actually was, I I didn't really believe much in hypnotization before, um, but I I guess I kind of went into it with an open mind because this is something I really wanted to do was stop smoking. I went in, I did it, I found it to be highly helpful and it was just night and day. One day I was a smoker, next day I wasn't. And I didn't really have any problem with it. I was really excited. I was proud of myself. And uh, very recently here, stress has kind of been a little heavier than normal and uh, I started falling off the wagon just a smidge. And I feel like that plays in pretty well to this perseverance thing that we're going to be talking about today, because for me, it's, I, I think part of it's a coping skill with the stress piece of it. But yeah. the the reality is, is it's something that I've wanted to kick. I can list a million different reasons as to why I don't want to do it. And it's, it's kind of these tough moments where that perseverance has to kick in. You know, I have to make sure that I'm persevering through those tough times and not falling off the wagon. And, um, that could look a lot of different ways, but, um, I think perseverance is really the, the main key that's going to get me through that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of those tools that, that we can use as we go through those tough times and, and and trying to push through, um, we look back at a few of mindset, right? I mean, there's, there's uh goal setting and, and being committed that are two main ones that, that really, if we can break them down, um, you know, goal setting, right? What's your goal? So you're, you know, you're talking about wanting to quit smoking and, and get back to where, where you were. So we, you know, you have to set those goals and set, set smaller goals and then, um, also you have, you have the end goal and then you set the little goals in between to get you to the end goal. Um, and then, you know, being committed is, is I think one of the hard things in, in a lot of things that we do is just finding a way to, to really stay focused on the commitment. Cause I think in those tough moments in life, it's super easy to just, I don't know if it's whether, if it's a, just a weak moment in your brain or if it's, um, just the easier choice at the time, I think. Um, maybe a little of both. Maybe a little of both, yeah. 
but finding a you know finding ways to to build a mindset and and keep it at the forefront of your mind that uh you don't know whatever whatever I'm going through or whatever is tempting me to to sw- change directions from my goal or my commitment I'm going to stay steadfast and and keep fighting for what I'm what I want to achieve yeah that's uh I think the best way to go about finding success you know is is a setting like you said those goals for what you want to achieve and then committing yourself to those goals and kind of stopping at nothing to make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, like with this whole smoking thing, that's kind of where I'm at is it's such a important thing to me that I stop, you know, and, yeah. and don't do it. Um, you know, you and I've kind of talked about this, that like, I, I feel like it's, it's just very contradictory to a lot of the things that I value in life, like my health and, um, fitness, being able to um, remove those hurdles from my life. Um, and that is definitely one of them. You know, I mean, we went hiking yesterday and granted right now we've got some, uh, you know, elevation that I've got to deal with there, right? Yeah. Um, we've had some pretty bad air quality, um, but then there's a smoking bit too, you know. Okay, what's what's affecting me? All of them probably, but... Um, you know, it, it, it just, it's not conducive to the things that I want to do. Yeah, exactly. It's not not fitting into your why. Yeah. And, you know, running, biking, all those things you need to have good endurance and stamina. And, and a lot of that comes from breathing, Yeah, (laughs) you know, good (laughs) lung capacity and smoking hinders that. And so, you know, again, that list of things as to why I shouldn't be doing it and I don't want to do it is really long and and then you've got these moments where stressors start to fall in and and my main coping mechanism has always been that was yeah. stopping and having a cigarette and you know dealing with that stress in that capacity which is obviously not a healthy way to deal with it but that's yeah, kind of I mean and I've you know I mean it's kind of like a temporary fix to the stress because it's still there when you're done. It just kind of takes you away and and gives the body a a um, you know a little fix and a little boost of energy, I guess, and then you get get to move on. But the 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 challenges are still there. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the keys to to perseverance and being successful in that is is really gearing yourself up for life and the challenges that come that come our way. Um, <clears throat> there's there's different ways that we frame stuff in our mind and different ways that we uh, process stuff. And, and I think that, you know, if you look at life as a challenge and not just negative, not just negativity that's coming your way, it's a lot easier to, uh, like I said, digest those, those instances where you either let yourself down or something doesn't go your way um, and can really at least give you a good base to really work through those concerns. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, there's disappointments and stuff that, that don't go our way, but it's good to look at those and, uh, focus on what positives can come from that. Yeah. Well, finding the positive within the negative. Yeah. And we just talked about that too. And it's, it's so true though, you know, and, and especially when you're talking about persevering through something, 
it's it's that moment of realizing that we are going to have these life challenges. So when you take this aspect of say smoking, right. Mm -hmm. Or, or any sort of addiction or, or any sort of negative or unhealthy coping mechanism that you may have. Yeah. You have to realize and kind of prep yourself up that, that life is full of challenges and they're always going to be coming at us, you know, from left and right. And, and, you have to kind of gear yourself up for that though so that that when those times do come you know you're not falling back to whatever unhealthy coping mechanism it was that maybe was in place yeah yeah and i think also too with those things and disappointments and things that don't go your way um is really on the flip side if it if it helps people to look at it as, as well maybe that didn't go my way for for a reason what negative could have potentially come by me getting my way? Yeah. Um, you know, we always want to be in control of our, our situations and, and, you know, kind of form our own paths and, and have that sense of security. But I think a lot of times uh, the situations that do challenge us in life end up putting us on the path we're supposed to be on instead of, instead of the path we might have chosen for yeah. ourselves. No doubt. I feel like... Well, again, with this whole smoking thing too, you know, I think messing up and and falling off the wagon just a little bit really showed me too how important it really was to me. And so it was more than, you know, when I first quit, you know, there were all these like a vast number of, of reasons as to why I quit. But honestly, the biggest driver was the financial piece of it. They just raised taxes here in this mm-hmm. area for all that stuff. And, and so financially I looked at that and I was like, holy cow, okay, I'm going to finally have to take a hard look at this. And I determined within myself, it's time to stop doing this. Right. But you know, this little hiccup, I think really truly showed me and bolstered all of those other reasons that, you know, I knew were good. They were in the background, but now I've had that moment to see, I can run so much better. I can like, I, I got a bike, I guess I get, mm-hmm. we didn't tell you all that, but yeah. I finally bought a bike and uh, I've been having a heck of a time with it and just, you know, going out on some nice bike rides and kind of getting acclimated to it. And it's been great, but that breathing ac- aspect, you know, um, is so important. And so I'm starting to see stuff like that now. And then also this hypocritical thing, right? Like you can't, I can't, be as successful as I want to be and be a smoker is, it's just mm-hmm. not, they don't, those two things don't coexist together very well. It's plain and simple. And so, you know, seeing those positives though, within that negative and, and realizing like, okay, you know, now it's, it's showing me the, the true importance of it. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of glad I messed up in a, in a, yeah, to some extent, you know? Yeah. I think there's a, like stumbles or step backs or whatever you want to call them really give us a chance to dive into who we are and what what actually caused me to do that and what what do I like about it or what I what do I not like about it or what do I need to change I think um it's a great example of of the building blocks it takes to to really be successful in perseverance and uh um <clears throat> you know you really you start at a base and you, you try things that work, don't work. You put the brick on, you take the bricks off that don't fit. And, you know, as you go through your wellness journey and, and try to persevere through challenges, 
you essentially build a castle, right? A fortress that's going to help you really defend against things that don't go your way um, or uh, that need a little more attention. But the only way to do that is by putting the blocks on top of one another to build the castle. And the only way, you know, like you said, you 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 were able to quit before and then start it again. And but by starting again, you were enlightened by all the reasons that you've learned that you don't like it. Yeah. So without that stumble or the step away from your path, you would have never gained that information. Yeah. And I think that 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 highlights the piece of, you know, those smaller baby steps, right? Yeah. And and maybe not moving so fast with something or realizing again, like we just said too, that you might fall backward a little bit, but then you just kind of baby step back through and um, you know, it, it it's going to take time. And it just reminds me of my parents really. So my parents, they had this dream many years ago that they wanted to hand build their dream house. And it's awesome. Um, the, the house was made, out of rock that was like the whole base of it i think it was somewhat something like four feet tall or something and then they transferred over and switched to wood Mm -hmm. but the entire house all the way around was hand set stones that they took and placed fit and found the perfect spot for it and cemented in themselves and it was beautiful but it took them like something like 28 years to build and they worked on it all the time over the course of that, those many years. That's not perseverance. Yeah. (laughs) That's a long time. It is. And I mean, it wasn't just them. I mean, they had family come in and help people that lived in the town. I mean, um, it, but for the most part, it was them going there every single day and just continually working on this house or this dream, this goal that they mm-hmm. had set for themselves. And and they never backed down from it. You know, yeah. they, they just kept working toward it. And, you know, I my parents are no longer with us, but, you know, some of the stuff that I would ask them today now in context of kind of all this wellness stuff that we're doing. Um, I wish I would have had that, that moment to kind of sit down and really, really talk to them about the struggles that they had. Cause you know, they did. Yeah. There's no way they didn't. Yeah. I think yeah. you had a great point though, is that they asked for help. Yeah. They didn't do it alone. No. Um, I think that's a huge part of anything in wellness, but especially perseverance. Cause you know, there's going to be days where you're not as strong as other days. Um, and building those tools, whether it be people or, um, <clears throat> you know, books or whatever you use to really fortify your structure and make sure that when you are on those weak moments, you have the help to kind of push you over the hill to the next step in your goals. Yep. It's, I think it's essential for almost every, everything to, to at least be able to have that insight as to whether or not you're going to need help. And if you do to ask for it. You know, you may not need it for all your goals, but it's certainly helpful for some. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, one great example in my life was is losing weight. Um, I played sports in college and ended up, you know, gaining weight and for that and then got into working and didn't lose the weight. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where really starting out small allowed me to 
I'd only have goals that I could achieve sooner than later to kind of give me that boost of energy and boost of um, motivation. But they were attainable too. I didn't set massive goals that, you know, I didn't start running and want to run a marathon. I wanted to run half a mile and then added half a mile and added half a mile. So little baby steps, little blocks in the castle built my path to where I could eventually have higher goals and attain bigger goals and as I just built on those little ones. Um, I think that's one of the one of the huge things in perseverance and, and really achieving what you want to do is those baby steps and just plotting a good map for yourself that gives you the reassurance that you're you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish. You know, I think a lot of times when I had tried before losing weight, I set massive goals that that just weren't attainable. You know, I think that there's there's always an end goal that you should be striving for, but we can't aim at that end goal at first. You got to have little goals to get you moving, to really get you some momentum going. Yeah. Um, to push through your what do you want to achieve? Yeah, I mean. A big part of that is, is again, knowing that there's going to be challenges too, because, you know, I'm a huge proponent of like, you know, overshooting your goals, your dreams, right? But you, you have to be realistic as you go about them. Yeah. You know, the trajectory that you take to get there, you can't expect overnight results. You know, a lot of this stuff just takes so much time. And I mean, every goal is different too. You know, some goals might be smaller mm -hmm. and it could be something you could achieve in a day. You know, other stuff is going to take a lot of work, a lot of preparation to get to even st the starting point. You know, like just me bu buying a bike, right? Yeah. It took forever <laughs> until <laughs> I could finally find one that for me was a, a, an affordable enough investment to make and to kind of pull the trigger on buying it, you know? Yeah. And, and now that I'm doing it, I'm having to kind of get my feel for it and get out on the road and do all this stuff. And it, it just takes time. I can't have this expectation that I'm going to be able to turn around and go do a century ride like you did the, the day after buying the bike. It, it's just not realistic. I think I went two and a half miles and I was like, okay, we're calling her quits for today, you know? Yeah. And, and that's good though. Cause you know, your limits and you know, you know, that you can build up to those distances you want to get to. I think that leads into a great point of, um, you know, one of the things I use in my life is is kind of training my brain to perform the way I want it to perform, which I've learned through my own personal struggles and, and you know, missteps through life. And uh, kind of as I work through those issues, it's kind of taught me this little trick. So I call it flipping the switch. Um, so basically when things, you know, I, I liken it to a, to training. So you're talking about getting a bike and versus two miles in a century ride, right? Well, you train for those events. Um, and I spent, you know, months training for, I was for well, triathlon and the century at the same time training. But as you go through those training programs, you have set amount of miles or certain workouts you need to do every day. And I think that it's a lot like life. You're those training sessions are there to teach your body, strengthen your muscles, but also your mind, especially when you get into like the longer rides, you're teaching yourself that you can ride a bike for four hours, five hours and build and build and build. Um, I liken those to like ticks in your brain. So every good, every training session is a tick, whether it's a good tick or a bad tick, you can have days where you perform and complete the amount of training you're supposed to, 
and you performed well. And then there's days where let's say you're, you might not be feeling well or there, there's something going on and you end up not doing as much as you sent out to do. Well, that's also a tick in your brain that is saying, you know, in that situation, you're saying, I didn't finish what I set out to finish, which in my mind for me would leave a door open potentially later on in training or later on in the race. You know, it could be a potential, well, I don't feel good on race day and I'm halfway done. Maybe we, we stopped last week when we retired, um, or didn't feel well. So for me, I try to train for my events as if I'm running the event. So unless I'm, you know, have to be removed physically, I'm going to finish what I set out to do because I want to make sure that those ticks are in my brain and my brain is trained that we set out to do something, we're going to finish it. And that's not to say stuff's not going to happen and you're going to have mishaps, but the more and more we can consistently do that, the more and stronger and um, aligned with your why your brain will be. I think that translates directly into life and the challenges that come to us and, and struggles that come our way. If we train our brain and are always ready and anticipating things are going to get in our way or, or, or road bumps are going to happen, it's a lot easier to um, make the decisions we need to make to make sure we stay in line with where we want to be or where we want to go. Um, and kind of defend against those those tough days or, or weak moments that come up, which we know are going to come up. Yeah, they always do. Um, it kind of reminds me of a, a quote, um, and uh, it's by an unknown person, um, but the greatest accomplishments ever achieved have been done little by little. And Very good one. Yeah, and it, it it's so necessary, though, with some of these bigger accomplishments, you know, and like the quote says, the greatest accomplishments, right? And it again, it's because they're such big feats. You need to take baby steps or that little by little and, and build up to it and train yourself mentally, physically, whatever it might be that's necessary to complete that goal. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I just look at like your century ride. I talk about it all the time because it's <laughs> something that I really want to do. Yeah. You know, you kind of sparked a a desire within me that I want to accomplish something like that and be able to go do those with you. Um, but for me, it's going to take a while to get to that point training and, and learning a new skill because riding bike is wildly different than running, you know? Yeah. So especially endurance, you know, endurance takes that just kind of getting used to those feelings and knowing your body. And cause I, I mean, in a hundred miles, you're not going to feel good the whole time. Right. There's going to be moments where, you're going to want to bow out and you just got to find that, that fortitude yeah. to remember your goal and, and push through it. I think, uh, you know, we've talked about this in other shows too, is it is training to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. It's not that, you know, you don't have to like seek out discomfort, but if you can just get to a point to where it's not as shocking to your body. Yeah. Um, and that's not even just fitness. That's, I mean, anything in life, if you can just, kind of come in a little bit prepared that, hey, something's going to go wrong today. Something's not going to go my way today probably, which is not an unrealistic thing. It's not to say it's a a bad day, but if you wake up knowing, hey, something's going to happen that I'm not going to like, then when it comes to fruition, it's not as big of a deal because you're already mentally one leg up. You already got a leg up on the bench ready to deal with it. 
Um, and I think that that, you know, through my uh, life has, has, has really helped me progress and, and kind of find, find an ability to be excited about challenges and difficulty. It, uh, it really kind of fuels me. And I think that um, it allows me to, I think, make fairly good decisions when, when things don't go my way um, at the point I am now. Um, and that took a lot of, a lot of days where I was just defeated and then really, you know, pushing through the, the stuff that was in front of me. And, uh, what I can tell you is if you can get to that point to where you are excited for challenges and excited for, um, pushing and, and kind of grinding for that success, it, it really makes, makes life a little bit more enjoyable, I think. And you're not as, not as sideswiped when, when those things do come your way. Yeah. Well, it's a, I mean, one of the major, um, things I've kind of lived by for many, many, many years now is kind of always, um, hoping for the best, but being prepared for the worst, you know, cause you know, bad stuff is going to happen sooner or later. And if you're kind of prepared for those moments, you know, you can be a little bit more ready to handle those situations, but, but always be hoping for the best, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, we want good outcomes and that's kind of where the goal setting and stuff comes in is you, that's kind of your hopes, right? And, you know, you're setting a trajectory for yourself to have good things happen and you're always working for them. But when something bad happens, you're not just completely falling off the, off the face of the earth because it didn't go your way. You know, you're able to get back at it and keep going, keep moving forward. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, when, when, when we talk about like comfortable being uncomfortable or excited for challenges or, you know, just comfortable with disappointment, people think of all this negative stuff and how, how do you just walk around thinking something bad's going to happen today? And I, I don't think it's really that it's something bad's going to happen today. I think that, um, a good way to look at that is like, it's just not going to go my way. There's a million things every day that don't go our way. And the key is that you're just, Having a, you're basically having an open conversation with yourself saying, look, something's not going to go your way. It's not the end of the world. We'll deal with it when it comes, and these are the tools we have to deal with it, and then we'll move on. And it's a lot of like, uh, you know, we can equate it back to, you know, me and you have gone through police academy training and, and paramilitary kind of training, and it really that kind of training teaches you how to deal with circumstances that are out of your control. Yeah. But really in a... Uh, calculated, um, effective way that's going to allow you to continue in a positive manner. So I think that that that's a lot of where probably a good base of what has taught me some of these skills. Um, but it's a good way that anyone can look at their life and and really you know deal with any financial any kind of situation that comes your way is if you train and have the tools to mentally deal with it. It just gives you more strength to to push through. Yeah. Well, it's like to some of that that stuff like they put you through like stress inoculation and kind of wear your body down, wear your mind down and kind of see in, you know, the most critical of situations, how you're going to react yeah. and what your body's going to do, what your brain's going to do. And kind of like in that fight or flight moment, but when you're just beaten down, mm -hmm. right. And, um, it's a very eye opening experience, but it's so good to know because then, you know, in your worst hour, what, you know, kind of how you might react. Obviously every situation is different, so there's no way to tell all of it, but mm -hmm. it just, 
it gives you a, an idea of, you know, what that challenge might look like when it actually does happen. Yeah. Know? And then also, you know, as you're, as you talked about is when you're tired and you're at your weakest moment or a fairly weak moment when you're under all this stress, it also is a tick. It teaches you, well, I handle that. Yep. I could probably handle the next thing. And I handle that. And I could probably handle a little bit more. I can probably handle a little bit more. And just builds that confidence, which I think is a huge piece of perseverance is you have to believe in yourself and, and know that you make that decision of this is my goal. This is where I want to go. And nothing's going to stop me. You just commit to yourself that this is going to get done. You know, hell or high water, it's happening. Yeah. And, uh, but it's building those tools and those, those building blocks to give yourself the mental fortitude to really, really push through when there's those days that it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I know for me, I think I often look at it cause I, I've been self-employed many times in, in my life and it, it's kind of that, like that push, you know, like seeing this long list of stuff ahead of you that you need to get done and working towards that. And again, all these like little hiccups as you go, because every single task, it seems like, you know, usually something will pop up that it, it's not even that it, it, you know, was a negative thing necessarily again, but it was just a challenge or, or maybe it didn't look exactly how you thought it was going to look. Yeah. You know, there was a, you know, you thought you were going to go left, but you had to go right type of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and as you, check off all those different list items that you have to do. But with self-employment, a lot of times, you know, that entrepreneurial mindset, you know, that stuff is constant. There's always a new list going. There's always something you're having to push for. It's marketing, getting new clients or more sales or bettering your policies and practices, whatever it might be. And it, it's just this ongoing, constant thing where you're always trying to better yourself, your company, your business, your people, your clients, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's just this constant, like, never-ending process to just become the best version of yourself or make your business the best, you know, version of itself. And um, as you go like you were saying, you kind of just start to build this confidence with it too that that helps, I think, allow you to make even bigger steps, you know, as you move. And, and that's why you just keep getting better and better and better. You know, you keep learning and, and making mistakes or finding new ways to do things. And, and if you don't persevere through that, though, you're never going to make it. Right? Yeah. I mean there's just so much stuff that needs to be done that it, it's kind of that, you know, perseverance is a mindset and it, it's very entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial in framing, I guess, if you will. And, um, I guess that's at least how I've often looked at it because it's something that if you want to go down this road and make something great, make something successful for yourself, um, again, whether it's a business or if it's your fitness goals or to quit smoking or, you know, to build a house, yeah. <laughs> you have this, this whole path laid out and all these goals along that path that you're going to have to attain to get to that. And, 
and there are going to be challenges and it's it's that perseverance that's going to keep you fighting because you know what you want and you know and it's again that perseverance and that commitment to the goals that you've set for yourself yeah it's amazing what like you said those little goals really do to um kind of give you the base and the confidence just to build and build and build and push yourself and push yourself i think um you know the end like you said the end end goal is that you determine in your mind you're going to accomplish something and then making sure that you build those ticks in your brain to ensure that your brain is strong enough to get to the end goal, but also, you know, building a fortress that's going to allow you to have the support and the, the strength on the sides whenever there's those days that you're faltering a little bit or just a little bit worn down because, you know, some of these aspirations that we have are, are massive and, and take time. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of people, at least my belief is that a lot of people don't persevere or hit their goal because they didn't have those things in place to help them make sure that they really pushed through and, and had that safety net to make sure they didn't give up too soon or, um, you know, lose focus right at the end when they almost hit, reached greatness. So, you know, I challenge everybody just to to really build your brain and, and, and to be able to accomplish those goals and then also really just set yourself up to have those safety nets when you need it because – they will come. Yeah, it's so true. Well, I think uh, that's all for today. Um, we'll move into the afterthought uh, where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. And today, again, we've got a couple quotes for you. Uh, the first is a Japanese proverb that says, fall seven times, stand up eight, which I think is is so powerful because it, it really truly embodies everything that we've been kind of talking about with perseverance. And the last quote is, be sure to put your feet in the right place, then stand firm. That's by Abraham Lincoln. Don't forget to check us out on our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes. Alrighty, Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well. <laughs>